0: Alright I'm going to go a little off script here this morning um, because I want to make sure that you can hear and uh, right now it seems like we're in pretty good shape so I will try to remember as much as possible and just kind of share with you off the cuff A little bit this morning about our special day, a day of dedication. First of all of course I want to recognize that this is Independence Day and we uh, remember all of those who have served and continue to serve and to lay down their lives and to to pay the ultimate price. Uh, We are are grateful for for the service of, of all of you and those currently serving as well. So we welcome you here to a different setting Uh, It was probably about 50 years ago, maybe a little longer than that, that we had a similar dedication in this sanctuary. Some of you were probably here. Some of you probably remember that. It was a special day in the life of the church. And today, I would say, is also a special day in the life of the church. This building to your left was a major undertaking, obviously. And here it stands 50 years later as a testimony testimony and a tribute to our ancestors, their love and their faith. They had in mind that there would be a place of worship for them back in 1968 or 70 or 72, but they also had a vision, even though they may not have been thinking about it at the time, thinking about 2021 and who might show up on the 4th of July in that particular year we want to make sure that we still have this sanctuary in place and thanks to them and thanks to all of you we still have this sanctuary this beautiful sanctuary in fact we have some guests with us this morning that were commenting on the beauty of the sanctuary something that we never take for granted but recently we looked toward another opportunity and we thought Wouldn't it be interesting if we had a place outside? So what's the value of having a place outside, a place of worship? Well, first of all, it gives you an opportunity to commune with nature. And I don't know about you, but in the short time that we've had this Serenity Garden and outdoor chapel, I have felt very much a closeness with God when I come out here. It's peaceful, it's shady, it's breezy, and I certainly feel his presence. So I hope you do this morning, and I hope that in the future we can have additional outdoor services. But today we want to dedicate this sacred space. You know, we read in the Bible uh, about the holy city of Jerusalem and other holy cities, and uh, a former pastor of mine once suggested, why are there no holy cities in the United States? And uh, then some suggested that there is, in fact, one Holy City in the U.S. Does anybody know what that is? I stole this, by the way, from the other pastor. Toledo. Holy Toledo, right? I know, that's a bad one. But anyway, that's the only holy city that we have. But somehow I feel that here, <clears throat> up on the hill, in Jefferson this morning, that we have a holy place, a holy gathering. I feel that we're standing on Howard ground. I feel that we have people gathered here today. And people who came before us who are committed to continuing to share the good news with others and that is our call that is our mission here this morning and moving forward we have a a, a little one joining us today I'm, i'm assuming that's uh the first outdoor service for for this one to to join with us so Welcome. Great to have you here. I'm not sure how much will be remembered, but anyway. So we've got all ages, all generations represented here today, but with one common theme, one common goal. So I begin this morning with a question: Can it really be that easy? We posed four items uh, in the bulletin as the title this morning. Can it? Can it really be that simple? Is that the way that something gets done? It begins with an idea. With Inspiration. There was an inspiration. We talked about this a couple of years ago, and people bought into it, and they got after it, and they generated some enthusiasm. So there was some planning that uh, went in, in that went into the project, but then it took another step. It took some enthusiasm and some dedication, and uh, a number of you said, "You know what? I'll do that. I'll take the time. I'll contribute my time, my talent." my financial resources. I think it's a good idea for Oak Chapel to have a place where people can go. This is ours, we own it, but this is also open to anyone. Anyone who comes by, anyone who drives by is welcome to stop and reflect. If you've had a chance to drive by at dusk or even after dark, it is absolutely a stunning sight. When the when the cross is illuminated against the backdrop of the field, it is truly an amazing sight. So if you've not yet had that opportunity, I would encourage you to do so. So we had the inspiration. We had the dedication, but we needed something else, and we called it – that's exactly right. We called it perspiration. Um I had to get some hard work, some elbow grease. Some people had to, to bend down and bend over and, and move brick and move stone and, and, and things like that, move, move dirt and, and sow seeds, and, and it happened. And from my vantage point, that window back there in my office, I could see it, I could see it happening right before my very eyes, and I was, I was touched and, and very impressed by, by what happened. So today we're in that final step. Today I hope you will join with me in jubilation. I hope today that you can celebrate with all of us, that we have something can be proud of. And and I'm talking about pride in in an appropriate way, that we are honoring God by this sacred space, by this holy space, by this cross, which will stand here day and night, 24-7, in all conditions, so that anybody that may be passing on 250 or Old Lincoln Way totally not thinking anything spiritually you might say what was that did i catch a light over there what might that be and of course everybody's so busy these days but maybe <clears throat> maybe somebody has enough time to turn around and say i'm going to check that out what is that and, and maybe they pull into our lot and maybe they they summon the courage to to come forward and and have a seat and to catch up and to reflect and to pray that is our hope this is our gift not just to our church to our community up here in Jefferson for anyone and everyone to take advantage so i'm hopeful that as we move forward if you can use your imagination just a bit that one day you'll drive by (coughs) in fact i think this has already happened (coughs) excuse me and you'll see some girl scouts out here or some members of the 4-h club reflecting or doing some work or having a conversation perhaps the men's group organizes a faith discovery weekend and they take some time to reflect up here in this area and the women's group perhaps they have a retreat and they decide to get together have a speaker have some time for worship and for prayer and then one day soon i hope that our children will be able to use it for vacation bible school and then also our youth that one target audience that has been so elusive for all of us to to, uh, to reach those teens and those tweens who are so busy and so involved in other things that they don't necessarily have time right now for the spiritual aspect of their lives. We need, it is our mission, to still continue to encourage them. So we talked last fall about turning the church inside out because it's still difficult for some people to walk up that ramp, not physically, but just to go and then look in those doors and say, I just don't think I belong here. I'm not sure that I'm comfortable. I, I, I don't think that I would would, would, would fit. Um, I'm not gonna go in, I'm, I'm gonna turn away, I'm gonna go back to my car. I, I just, I can't do it. This gives us an opportunity to say, hey, you don't need to come in. We hope you'll come in someday and come in someday soon. But today, come on over here. Nobody's looking, nobody's watching. You can come any time of the day or night and you can reflect and you can pray. Perhaps there's been something missing in your life, something that you've been trying to get a handle on. Maybe you know what it is, maybe you don't, but maybe you'll find it right here at the foot of the cross. And again, if you happen to have an up or come in the evening when it's illuminated, it is a stunning sight. So today I want to encourage all of you to continue to enjoy this space, to invite others to enjoy this space. There will be more worship services here. There will be weddings, there will be baptisms, there will be celebrations of life there will be a lot of things happen as we increase the vibrancy of this church, the growth of this church, to continue to invite people to come, to be an open church, to be a place where people not only feel that they can go, but a place that they want to go. Like all of you who got up this morning and said, this is my destination, this is my first stop on this day. This is where I want to be. This is whom I want to worship. This is important to me. You already got the message and you got it a long time ago, I'm sure. But others have not so it's important for us to share our faith A passage from ephesians this morning mentions the fact that we did not earn our salvation it came to us as a gift a gift on the cross and then the resurrection from the tomb that wiped out all of our sins and allowed us the opportunity for salvation and eternal life now it's our opportunity to give back even though we can't earn that What we can do is we can share our faith because Ephesians tells us that God in us created us to do good works. We saw it last Saturday with some of the mission efforts. And uh, the Habitat project was uh, so popular that another date has been scheduled, I believe, uh, for July 24th, Pam, is that what it is? So if you want your faith to be alive, if you want to have an opportunity to really embrace the spirit within Think about joining us for a short habitat project on July 24th from 9 to noon. It doesn't matter how good you are with a hammer or, or, or anything else, you, your, your skills can be used. And you will be the one who will benefit, you're, you're the one who will be blessed. So I want you to think about that as, as we move forward here today. We are indeed blessed by this opportunity today. We are also blessed by your presence. We are so grateful, so delighted to have you with us in worship today. You are welcome anytime and every time. And we can say that now with complete confidence because we are open 24-7. You don't need a key. You don't need anything else. Just drive up, stay in your car if you wish, come forward, bring a chair, sit on the wall, and spend time with the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we dedicate this sacred space today, we are so grateful for the inspiration, the dedication, and today the jubilation that has come forth. We're thankful for this opportunity to serve you, to worship you, to lift you up, to let other people know that our faith is not confined to four walls, but instead to the open spaces where anybody can come and everyone is encouraged to come. Our prayer this morning, Lord, is that you bless this church and its 200-plus-year history. We know how much you love this church and its people. And like all institutions, we've had our ups and downs. But today, we celebrate a new beginning. We ask your blessings upon this space, upon all of our people, that they may realize the light within each of them And they may share and illuminate that light so that others may see, believe, and follow. We pray in your most holy name. Amen.